Morning, Court. How are you doing this morning? Fantastic, Jeff. How are you, my friend? Doing great. Doing great. You know, it's been a couple of weeks. I mean, we talk on it every single day, but it's been a, a couple of weeks since we've recorded an episode here on Engagement Matters, Bridge and the Leadership Gap. So it's good to uh, be back on on uh, audio with you. Man, it sure is. We've uh, we've definitely been engaged, just not with this. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But, you know, when we take breaks like that, it's just it's an opportunity for us to create so much more content because it's like every conversation we have, there's nuggets in there that that we we need to cover on this as well. So it's kind of nice to, you know, and that's it's actually a decent segue into today's topic. Um, and so, you know, Jeff, you and I talk a lot about obviously engagement, right? We've got a whole podcast around it. But, you know, when we really start thinking about what it takes to be an engaged leader, um, you know, we don't talk enough about how important it is to also be an engaged person. And that that means not just at the office, right? And um, you've had some recent experience with that where you you committed to engaging with some time off and um, some much needed time off to, to really recharge the batteries, refill the tank, whatever analogy you want to use there. Um, but that took full engagement from you and, and honestly, full disengagement uh, from your business life for just a few days um, to give yourself that wind in the sails. So what, 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 how did that feel? Talk to us about the, the event and, and, you know, actually leaving your phone off. Yeah. So um, thank you. And it's a good, good question. You know, I go on a yearly golf trip with my father and a, a bunch of buddies and there's usually 10 or 12 of us and um, for four or five days, starting on a Saturday and, and on a Wednesday. Right. And so, uh, you know, you figure Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are work days in that, um, you know, in that, that window. And in years past, you know, I would, get up early before everyone else, even though we were up pretty late, uh, having a few cocktails. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, trying to knock the cobwebs out and get some work done in the morning. And then when we're done golfing and, you know, there's days where we play 36 holes. So you're at the golf course at 7am and you don't get back after dinner until seven, eight o'clock at night. I mean, it is a full, full day. Um, you know, and for whatever reason this year, uh, we got up there on a, on a Saturday night and, uh, I left my phone in the truck you know, my work phone. Um, and I didn't pull out my work computer once. And, uh, I won't say it was easy. There was a lot of times where I wanted to go grab it, wanted to open up the laptop. Um, but this year for whatever reason, you know, and I think back to the book, the powerful engagement, um, you know, what would it be like if I just fully immersed myself into this trip and didn't, you know, have the distractions uh, of work, you know, that not to say that I couldn't get things done, but, you know, just really, really enjoy the moment. And um, I, I think I've learned a lot about myself in a very short amount of time as well by doing it. So for that, I'm really thankful I did it. Um, you know, and the one thing, I guess, in the past, you know, I learned this from you a few years back is when you go on vacation, give yourself a buffer day when you get back. Um, and that really served me well in that moment of time and in, in, you know, my leadership journey and growing as a leader and understanding what those things take. And so when um, I got home late Wednesday night around midnight and I finally um, actually my phone was dead. So I didn't even look at it Wednesday night. I looked at it Thursday morning. I got up pretty early Thursday morning. 197 emails, Whew. 90 text messages. Right. Oh, and 
I'd say 50 missed calls. And I was like, at first I was like, oh my gosh, in the past, that would have crushed me. I would have just been in a panic and a frenzy and like stressed out to my eyeballs, blood pressure going up to start off the day. And for whatever reason this year, I had this weird resolve about it, Cord. Um, It was just like, okay. And started a couple hours before everyone else is up on the West Coast, going through some emails, find out which ones were junk, which ones were priority. And I just started, I went to work. Um, But I also recognize something about those that I lead. You know, are there people that, you know, do I enable them sometimes? Do I help them too much? So they're not self-sufficient because some of it is really, you know, shouldn't have waited for two days for me to get back and give the answer. It would have been really easy to to figure that out, answer somewhere else. Right. Um, but just having that peace and calm on the last day of the month, like knowing, you know, we, we weren't at where, we, where I wanted us to be as a, as a region, but uh, it was just very, very interesting to me to, to, to have this moment of going the reflection and the areas of growth where maybe I need to tweak something. I guess maybe just having that maturity part of it, it, it just, you, it, it, you know, yeah, you nailed it. That's it. Leadership maturity. I mean, you've been, you've been a leader for a while now. Um, <clears throat> but that is, you know, so you kind of have to go through some of those to realize it's just as important to know what you don't want to do anymore as it is to know what you want to start doing. Right. Um, yep. and growth by subtraction is, is a real thing, but I love what you said about enablement. And I think, Boy, that is a really key point because engagement can be taken too far, uh, right? I mean, it would slip into enablement if taken too far. And there's only one of you. And, and it's kind of what we're doing with sales professionals is a lot like what we do with parents, right? We're not raising kids. We're raising future adults. So in a sales leadership position, ultimately, you're, you, you know, our goal is to empower these folks to the point they don't need us anymore. Yeah. Um, and so taking those moments, take a few days out of town, you you do have an opportunity then to see who that's working with and who it isn't. So it, it I, I bet you, you've got a list of a few people you're now going to coach a little differently um, yep. and maybe introduce them to the pathways they could have taken for themselves and answered their own question. That's really empowerment, right? So enablement strips power because you're the only one with power if you're enabling. But when you're able to really give somebody that empowerment now, man, you, I mean, your, your life just got a lot easier. Now you can diversify your focus. You can think about the long-term plan. You can think about scale. There's all kinds of stuff when you don't have to be reactionary because you've got a lot of enabled folks. Um, That's, that's a great point, man. That, that, that is just, uh, it's so, it's one of those things that when you're in the midst of it, it's hard to see that there's a codependency there because it feels great. It feels great to be able to solve things for people, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it does. Right. It just feels wonderful. And that's an intoxicating thing, especially when you're a, when you're the type of leader that, that truly does lead with the heart and wants to see the best for people. Um, But sometimes we can be our own bad medicine there where we do it too often and never teach someone to be self-sufficient. That's a phenomenal point. And I think it creates balance, right? I mean, to your point, right? Being able to help someone fix something, solve a problem, right? Get to the finish line. It, I mean, it's it's an accomplishment that's it's exciting, right? And it's you yeah. you use the word intoxicating, and it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as you think about succession planning and for the future, 
you know, at what point, right? Are you um, leading somebody to get to the next step in their career or to hit that next plateau, right? Um, and I think, you know, sports analogy here, um, go figure. <laughs> but, you know, when you when you think about, like, let's just call it a major league baseball team, right? You've got the most talented people in the world. And I think in our space, in the payment space, we have some of the most talented people in the profession here at EPSG, right? Yeah. But the, the head coach, you have to manage the different personalities, the strategy behind it, and not just trust that these guys are going to go out and, and do their job every day, even though they, they go and do it. Sometimes there's days where, hey, I'm going to give you know 50% today. And the coach has to manage so many different complexities. But when you think about a team that's failing in professional baseball, they don't fire all the players. That's right. That's they right. fire the coach. Right. So, and I think sometimes when you have such high talent as a leader, as a coach, you're, you're depending on those players to play at their level and ex- execute at the highest level that they're capable of. Yep, yep. But at the end of the day, you know, you turn back and look at the coach. Right. And I, and I think that there's just, I think there's a parallel there. If we're not constantly reassessing, reevaluating how we're leading those around us um, on that team, are, are you giving too much favor or are you making excuses for, Hey, it's okay. We, you got it next time. Right. And I think there's an element that it's a, it's a very give and take, but it, there's gotta be balance to it. I think and time, you can go too far one way or too far the other. Where do you find that middle ground? Yeah, boy, yeah. that is, that's the million dollar question. You know, it's, it's a, um, you know, because every position's a little different too, to, to, to carry on with your analogy there. The pitcher doesn't pitch every game, does he? No. I mean, those, those key players that, that are really making it happen, they, they need their rest too. And they need to be told when to rest sometimes because, you know, badasses don't ever stop being badass. Uh, and sometimes, you know, that can, that can come back to bite you. If every month we're leaning on the same two or three people to, to make the number, uh, I mean, shit, Jeff, you and I have both been those guys. We know that pressure. Um, you know, the, they're down to the last few days of the month. They still need 10 deals. They know who to call, yep. but how often can you do that and expect it to work out? You know, you, we've sometimes got to tell that pitcher, Hey, Hey, it's okay, man. Take a break, take a breather, go take a vacation, build in a buffer day, keep yourself, you know, keep yourself focused and, and, and level-headed by getting away from this from time to time, letting your arm recover. Um, and as a leader, we got to be okay with that. Meaning we better have more than just one cat that can help us cross the finish line. Um, and so I think, you know, there's so it's not just about us having to unplug. Sometimes it's also about making sure we're leading our people to do the same thing because burnout happens at every level. Yeah. And I think one of the things that, you know, as we're discussing this, right. It, it's as leaders, it's who are you surrounding yourself with and who is yeah. your internal support? Right. So yeah. I think in a lot of organizations, the leader is out for themselves. You know, my team's going to beat your team or I'm going to be, you know, the, and, you know, I think it's very unique to have a support structure with your peers yeah. that we have that help this growth, right? Because everyone's been on a different path, a different journey. Yeah. You've been in the payment space for 20 plus years. 
I'm coming up on seven years, right? Yeah. I've got, we've got another person that's got almost 40 years of experience on the leadership. Another person that's got eight, another one that's got 18, right? Yep. So it's interesting to have those dynamics and be able to one, lift each other up when needed, but also to have the conversation like, Hey man, um, it's a check the mirror moment. Right. And so I, I think it's important to, as a, as a leadership team or, you know, in your leadership journey, we talk about bridging the leadership gap. What can you do today to support another peer slash leader? Are you recognizing something and having the conversation instead of it just being a me moment? Right. Um, right. I think that helps with the growth, you know, well, to the success yeah. of the, the company down the That's road. That's right. I mean, the whole one team, one goal thing, I love that, you know, that, that we focus on that. And I think that's where that plays in, you know, the bigger overall achievement of the whole team is really what we're after. And we all have our little tribes inside of that, that get to the bigger number, but ultimately the bigger numbers, what's keeping us all, (laughs) you know, engaged and employed quite frankly. And so, um, yeah, man, when you're seeing one of your peers, um, off their game, uh, you know, I think the engaged leader would say, Hey man, you good. I, I'm just yeah. noticing something's off. You need some time away. I got your back, man. Take some time, schedule it. Yeah. Um, and make those deposits into the relationship. Cause there'll be a time you need to make that withdrawal too. 100%. You know, and it's always a give and take. Um, that's right. You know, you know, and I guess my, my, my biggest takeaway of this is, you know, being engaged in whatever you do whether it's professionally or personally, you know, it's amazing how many times I think, well, just, I think anybody, they do things halfway. Right. And if, if you're, if you're trying to be on vacation, you're trying to take some time away, but you're still, you know, you're not fully giving yourself that opportunity um, to unplug, you know, and I would almost venture to say, if you can't do it in, in a, in a vacation mode or the time away mode, are you 100% fully engaged when you are at work? That's right. You're probably, exactly. you're probably doing something, you know, you're, you're getting work done, but you're not fully engaged in that, in that moment that day. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it was a good lesson for me. And uh, I, I'm, I'm thankful it happened. Right. I'm thankful okay. that I didn't grab my phone out of the truck. Yeah. Um, you well, know. and now you've got a new video that plays in your head when you think about it. So yep. you had to do it the once. But it's really, I mean, you gave yourself the opportunity to truly be present. And and that's really what it's about. I mean, the word engagement is a verb, obviously. I mean, it's something that you do uh, as is being present. And, and I think that really at the core of engagement is what it means. Be present in what you're doing and give it everything you've got. And so if what you're doing is a golf trip with the boys, Man, be present in that. Again, we're not curing cancer over here. This is a sales organization. It's going to be fine. Um, and and problems will wait around on you, I promise. Or they'll find a way to fix themselves, right? And that's yeah. part of what you proved, which will allow you to be more present here and more present there next time. Because now you've proven it for yourself. Now you know it works. You ate the, the head of the frog and it wasn't yeah. so bad. Wasn't so bad. 100%. You know, I was, uh, there was a couple of new guys on our trip this year. You know, one of them's a president of a company. The other one's a co-founder of a company. Mm. Um, and I know, well, one of them, this was his second year. So I, it's only one guy that was new. 
Um, and we, we, we were having some conversations kind of around this a little bit. And uh, one of the guys, one of the older guys on our trip, you know, he'd been doing this for nine years. I think I've, this is my seventh year, I think. And he turns around, he goes, this was by far the best trip in all nine years. He's all won the mix of the, the people were on it. But to your point, everyone was together and in it, right? There was no like, hey, I'll see you guys in a few hours, right? It was just, it, it was, uh, you know, everyone was engaged. Um, and it really, really made for a very special, special trip. So, um, well, she anyways. came back with a great idea for, for the podcast, man. I mean, I, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, if you're a leader out there and you, you know, you've got something, I think that, you know, I, I, the driving point to home is we've never arrived in leadership. It's a constant, we're constantly growing. Um, No matter if you've led people for 20 years and hundreds of people, I think there's every day, there's a moment to learn something um, and and to continue to sharpen your skill. Um, For sure. For sure. Talk to a lot of leaders that feel like they've arrived and they never make a change. Right. And it's, uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts. Cause it won't long. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Good discussion. Absolutely. I'm ready for the golf course this afternoon, man. I'm all there you fired go. up. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah, Hit buddy. that little white ball around or wait, yes. you got the orange and green ball, right? Nope. Nope. You, you got me back on the, I'm playing the Chrome soft, baby. I'm all, all back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, excellent. Excellent. You know, and, um, you know, the, the, before we wrap it up here, you know, we're, you know, today's a Friday before 4th of July, right? Um, you know, so um, if you're listening to this today, you know, you got a Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So you might have to work on the weekend. I don't know. Um, but be present, right? Be engaged with uh, the family, the friends, and, and, and uh, no one please blow off their hand with the firework. But, uh, no you know, enjoy these moments, right? It, it, it's nice when we have these national federal holidays, everything shuts down, um, you know, unless you're in retail. Um, yeah. But uh, it is, it's that opportunity to disengage from work for a moment and be fully present in, in the lives of those around you. Um, so happy 4th of July to everybody. Happy 4th. All righty, my friend. Until next time. Stay engaged. Absolutely.